everybody. Welcome back to the Japanaholic podcast, the one-man podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games, discussed by one certified Japanaholic. I am your host, Taylor Fry. And today, I actually have an email from the JapanaholicPC at gmail.com email where you can submit your questions, comments, stories, or anything else that I could possibly give off in a podcast episode. I actually got one got one that I decided to read off and dedicate an entire episode on. Okay. From Pete from the UK, which is pretty, pretty cool. All right. I've noticed this lately that a lot of my viewers have lately been coming from all over the world, not just from the United States, which I find incredibly awesome. And I can't appreciate my worldwide audience enough. <laughs> uh, but Pete from the UK, which maybe Pete Donaldson. Please be Pete Donaldson. <laughs> but Pete says, Taylor, you've talked a lot about animes and stuff like that. But I haven't heard you talk much about mangas. But more specifically, mangas that don't have an anime adaptation. What are some mangas that you've been reading that you'd think needs to get an anime adaptation good question <laughs> i there's an episode where me and alex talk for like many minutes about like some mangas that um need to get adapted and stuff like that but we only briefly talked about it in the uh well i think it was the aniplex episode i mean, I would assume i remember that but i don't think i do remember it exactly and maybe the antiplex uh the antiplex episode where we randomly talk about a few mangas and stuff like that that we think should get adapted i do have a few that i've been reading lately um that do need an anime adaptation and some of them may be spinoffs from series that already have an anime adaptation or some of them may just not have any adaptation at all or maybe some of them have no hope of getting an anime adaptation in the next few years. But if I were to pick a few anime or uh, uh, excuse me, a few mangas to pick from, well, this episode I'm going to be listing off a few that I think should be given an anime adaptation by somebody. I don't care what studio, as long as it's not Dial Media. But before we can get into this list here, kind of podcast episode, uh, like I did last week. Uh, with me recommending a bunch of animes and stuff like that to people who probably haven't seen uh, enough anime to become an anime otaku. Or if if you're recommending them to somebody who has not seen anime, which if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check out that podcast episode because that one was a blast to record. Uh, I'd like to quickly say before I get into this, if you could quickly hit the follow button and click the like button, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And like I said earlier, if you want to be featured on an episode, maybe get an entire episode dedicated to your question or comment or story, uh, possibly leave it down in the comments in the YouTube video, or even possibly hit me up on the email, which I gave off not too long ago. So without further ado, let's get into a few mangas that I think need to be adapted really soon. Most of these mangas I'm going to be talking about here uh may not be the most popular mangas that a lot of people have read so maybe that's why it just hasn't gotten the news that's going to be annotated yet because a lot of these are very unknown to a lot of people so i may be introducing uh to you to you listener possibly a manga or two that you've never seen of 
or never heard of, excuse me. And uh, I would recommend reading all of these, by the way. I mean, obviously, if I'm wanting to have them into an anime adaptation. First one here, I've actually talked a little bit about inter on my Twitter, which is at the Japanholic one. Uh, I talked a lot about this one, and I've shown a lot of pictures of me reading it, and a lot of the good stuff that comes from reading the uh, Fetchy Puro, Our Innocent Love series. Uh, the one thing is, is that that first one is just so unknown to me. I've never really heard of a series called Fetchy Puro, uh, which I may be saying it completely wrong, and I apologize if I do. Fetchy Puro, Our Innocent Love. Um... This series is a wholesome romance manga that does have its drama moments, but since it's so wholesome, it's not like a very dramatic manga, at least not right now. It may get later down the line once chapters become more and more updated and stuff like that, but I cannot stress this enough how much I need to have this anime adaptation because oh my god it's so um i i really enjoy the series and the the weird thing is it's not the only manga that i've read where the where there's a character or in this case a bunch of characters who have weird fetishes or have weird things going on with them even though it's very much like just a regular old slice of life manga so, it's not going to be the only one on the list that I'm going to be talking about today. But, I just figured it was going to be, if there was ever going to be an anime adaptation of a very good wholesome romance show, Our Innocent Love needs to have it. I feel like I'm the only one that's read this, and I feel like I'm the only one that wants it get to have an anime adaptation. But, man, I don't, it needs to happen. Because I love this series so much. So much. Okay. So... Outside of that, I want to talk about a manga series I know will not get an anime adaptation or even like a short OVA adaptation because it's not really published anywhere. The only way many, I hate my microphone, sorry. The only way many anime adaptations happen is if the source material usually comes from like a Shonen Jump magazine or a Shoujo Jump magazine or a magazine of some sort that gets sold to like anywhere. That it's kind of difficult to have a series that's being like self-published or not so much serialized to be adapted. So there's a few of them that are just like they're do they're like mangas for fun. But if I'm making if I were to make anime adaptations out of like literally anything, I would have chosen especially this upcoming one that I'm going to be talking about here, which has a very fucking weird title. Okay. And trying to describe this series to people who have not read this series is the hardest thing for me to do because it's so fucking weird. But the title is, let me start by saying, quote, A boy who loves gender swap gets gender swap and lives his ideal life. End quote. Now then, first off, what the fuck's this title? It's not the only... I'm going to say this right now. It's not the only one in my manga list that has a really fucked up title. Okay? Because there's also several others that I've read that have just the weirdest titles. But the stories are really good. 
and this one is included. I can't describe how weird this series is to anybody who has not read it without getting into like spoilers or something like that. So I'll leave it at just know that this series exists. I recommend reading it. And I really recommend an anime adaptation of this just so I can laugh my ass off because it is weird, but hilarious and wholesome. I say that with a question mark because it is a little weird, mostly weird, but yes. I'm going to move away from unknowns for the next three, actually, for the next three that I'm going to talk about. Because these next three, um, I really cannot believe that there's not an anime adaptation, especially to this next one I'm going to be talking about here. If we are talking anime adaptations that need to happen to a manga series that is so unbelievably popular if we are talking about mangas that are even being published sized in english as a paperback that have yet to get even an anime adaptation announcement where the where the living hell is our where the living hell is our call can't communicate anime adaptation where the hell is this where is this where i i need it we need it we need it us Colmich stands need this, okay? We've been waiting. We need this, okay? I have the first three volumes in my hand right now. If you can't watch, if you aren't watching the video right now, and oh my god, where is this adaptation? Because this manga series is by far the most popular manga series. To not have any sort of anime announcement news, okay? We get the Please Don't Bully Me Nagatoro anime adaptation. Not too long, not too long away. Not too far away. We have the Master Teaser Takachi San series, which needs a season three, by the way. But we have that series. Then we have the currently airing. Uzaki-chan series. Uzaki's, the Uzaki-chan wants to uh, hang out series. Which I was thinking about making an entire episode on just because of the fact that this fucking character still gets a lot of fucking hate. For no reason, might I add. Just because she has big fucking boobs, I guess. I... Uh, people are going to complain about that, but it is the anime community, so I'm not surprised by anything. Congratulations. Uh... But I'm holding off on making that episode just because of the fact that it has slowed down quite a bit. But just know I'm not too happy with the anime community when it comes to Ozaki Chan. But continuing on with Komi Chan, how the how the flippin' hell do we not have an anime adaptation announcement yet that this thing is going to be happening? Okay, I would have thought considering the fact that we're getting you know volumes published, I think we're up to like the fifth or sixth by you know the time this is uploaded. Of our of our our uh, physical copies, okay, being sold in America, you would think that there would be an anime adaptation, at least an announcement made that this was going to get adaptation, but there's none. And I say this because Domestic Nakanajo got an anime adaptation, okay, and there's not a single 
paperback published of it of the manga in English yet. I still think there may be one coming soon, but I'm not holding my breath yet. I mean, if I am, it is because I'm starting to get a little hungry from recording for recording for so long already. So that one is the most call me can't communicate needs to happen soon. I mean, it needs to happen considering it's so popular and you have so many volumes and so many chapters of source material. There's almost not, there's almost a reason there's no reason, actually, not to have an anime adaptation, at least announced, okay? A lot of the mangas that I've been wanting to get adaptated for the longest time are finally getting adaptated, okay? Like the Please Don't Bully Me Nagatoro series, which I've already said before in a different podcast episode, that I'm happy that that's getting fucking adaptated, okay? And as well as a manga series that still to this day really doesn't have much news going on about it other than, you know... Project 9 is, or Studio Project 9 is creating it, is, excuse me, the I Shaved and Brought a High School Girl Home, which is a weird fucking title for a light novel, but I fucking love this manga, I fucking love it, okay, it does have a manga adaptation that I've been reading, it's fucking amazing, it's so good. The next one here that I've been reading that needs an adaptation, which I don't think is getting an adaptation anytime soon because I'm trying to figure out exactly how to describe this series because it's a little different from the other mangas that I've read because when the last few that I've talked about all have to deal with like slice of life or comedy wholesome show or uh, mangas I screwed up trying to speak say more manga three times yay me yay English mm. but it's different from what I've been reading for the past like few weeks or months, okay? I'm talking about The Last Human. This one, Last Human is definitely very popular on like manga sites, okay? I don't know exactly how to describe this other than it is a very, very fantasy, very Walking Dead-ish kind of series. I say Walking Dead-ish because it does have to deal with like a lot of like zombies. Not really zombies. Maybe zombies? I don't know. A lot of undead, a lot of like murder, blood, and stuff that I haven't, you would think I would not be a big fan of reading, but it's really good. Like I haven't read much of it. Like I've read like maybe the first like couple chat, not, not cut chapters, excuse me, couple volumes of it. Uh, if it really has any volumes, I'll be honest. Uh, but it's a real good, really good show. Uh, it will be a real good show if it was adaptated. But I don't think it has an adaptation because I've seen nothing from it other than the manga. So it has an adaptation that it was a very poorly advertised adaptation. Because I would have known if it got an adaptation because I would have found it by then. But I've been so used to talking about animes lately. That I want to say recommend watching it. But I recommend reading The Last Human. So this next one here that I want to talk about. Is not so much a series that hasn't had an adaptation already. Judging by the fact that it comes from the series of this shirt here. Which if you're not watching the video it's a K-On shirt. But I, we all need some more K-On in our life. We all need it. I know we're not going to get it, 
But would it be cool to get an anime adaptation of Kaon College? I know the spinoff is a very short spinoff manga series. But would it be cool to get a manga, or not manga, an anime adaptation of Kaon College? We get to see our five Tea Time girls in college writing music and, you know, going from there. Okay, because I've, I don't think I've said this before on this podcast. I think I've said it to a few of my friends, but I feel like a lot of like the, the, like chaos music, like what you would hear in the uh, endings, like don't stay lazy and, um, uh, was it listen and, um, no, thank you. If I remember correctly, which were the EDs of both season one and season two, if I remember correctly, I'm trying to think of, um, I'm trying to think of all the EDs, but like the one where Mio is mostly like the vocalist, like the main vocalist, and she sounds so mature and like all that sort of stuff. I I believe that those are what the Chaos Girls would have made had they gone into college, and I don't think I'm the only one who thinks this, and I think that may be exactly what anime, <laughs> but I've never really read into like the whole like songs or whatever, like when they wrote this. Because I know that usually the songs that Yui sings in usually are from like the high school days. Whereas Mio is from like college, stuff like that. And you know, you can obviously tell because of the fact that Yui gets incredibly fucking better at guitar in college. That's what I assume. This is why we need an adaptation of the spinoff in college. Now, since there really isn't too much of the source material of K on College... That's why I don't think we're going to be getting it anytime soon because I don't really think there's going to be uh, much source material of it. And you can't really give an anime studio, especially according to animations, if we are keeping, you know, the same studios for this one, uh, you know, the ability to create something out of thin air because it's hard to recreate the magic that was Chaos. Okay. Maybe it, maybe it isn't that hard, but you get what I'm trying to say. This next series that I um, want an anime adaptation of, I've actually said before on this podcast, okay, um, where I was talking with Alex, like I said earlier. I truly believe that the Ugabi-san Dare Moreres um, manga needs an adaptation because of how hilarious it could be at times, Okay. I do actually see it getting an adaptation here in the next few years. Possibly 2023 if we're really unlucky as uh, Ogami-san stands or whatever. Whatever you want to call him. Um, if we're very unlucky, we'll probably get it by then. But if we're very lucky, we'll get it by 2022. Keep your fingers crossed anybody who has read that manga series and wants an adaptation of it. Because it is such a good series and it needs an adaptation. In the next few years, obviously. There's a lot of chapters for it, of course. Well, to some extent. Almost four volumes, if I remember correctly. If not over four volumes by the time this episode's out. Um, I've said a little bit more about this series to anybody who doesn't know this series in that episode with Alex. Um, But this one right here deals with... um, this main male protagonist who has like the ability that whatever somebody touches them, they blurt out their secrets. Okay. And this girl really likes him. 
you could go you can tell what a few situations could come out of this already if you're a big slice of life person which me so there's that that's why i believe that if this was to be adapted the comedy would be like exceeded in the adaptation than it is in the manga because the anime adaptation well depending on the studio they could probably like really work with the comedy of this series that's why i still believe to this day that if this does get an anime adaptation the anime adaptation may actually be better than the manga adaptation a lot of people will say mangas are better than animes and that is true in some cases i don't see it with this one though because if it's done correctly and they do it like overboard and they like really help the comedy by like adding in some like sounds or something like that I'm just saying, it could be better than the manga. Who knows? But, there is a, a I want to call it a four comma, yes, a four comma manga that I've been reading lately. Not Hattori Bochi, because that already has an anime adaptation, but it needs a second season. Very much so. Um, but there's a four comma manga series that I've been reading lately that really needs it. And this one also falls into that category of like, titles that should not be blurted out in the middle of a public square because if you do you're going to get some looks of disgust and to anybody who knows what i'm talking about here with this series it probably will be deserved the title is start quote her elder sister has a crush on her but she doesn't mind end quote Yep, this one is a very kisses-like series to where it does have to do with incest, but the parrots don't mind. And neither do I when reading this. <laughs> so, I do really think that this series would be a very good anime adaptation if given the opportunity to be adapted. Um, my only concern about it though is the fact that it does have to deal with incest, so it would definitely be put in the into the category of man, this is dumpster fire trash. But I truly, and as much as I've read a bunch of dumpster fire trashes like Domestic Girlfriend, Citrus, uh, Orimo, and Aramaga Sensei, just to name off the tiniest bit of mangas or animes that I've seen slash read, this one I don't put in that category because it actually is pretty comedic and very good i slap my microphone again i'm about to slap myself for slapping my microphone but there's some parts in this manga where i'm like i don't know if this will be adapted well because it may not go well with some fans but i really like this series and it does and like i said before it does give off a kiss sis vibe so that's why i do assume that sometimes it may not be the best thing to adaptate at this time but then again, it would be amazing to have this kind of thing adaptated. I'm just saying. Now, this last one here, because like, like I said, it's not a very big list of mangas because a lot of mangas that I read are from the adaptations. Usually whenever I watch a show, I watch it, then read it. I usually don't do the opposite. But there's been several different occasions. And today I showcased some that meet that special occasion. This one here is all about a character that is very popular on the Japanese app Line. 
a lot of people use line as their main um texting slash communication way it's kind of like how we uh how our american <laughs> american ways as you'll come to find out we have like facebook or twitter or we even use like discord but we also have like on our phones like the the basic uh instant messaging app or whatever like the iphones come with sms uh messaging with iMessenger and the Androids do almost the same thing, but I'm not entirely sure what they're all about because I know ne I've never had an Android phone in my life. I've only had iPhones. I've had an Android, uh, an Android tablet before, but I've only, ha I only had that for like six months and then it broke it because I was like 13 at the time I had it. So I was a fucking retard still am, but more of one. <laughs> um, but like I said before, this character is a very popular character from the app line, which has like emojis and stuff like that that you can buy on uh, buy online and use them for like you know emoticons. Because the thing about Japanese people is they love their emo <laughs> their emoticons and stuff like that. It's almost impossible to to like read something in Japanese that somebody sends you that it doesn't include an emoticon of some kind. And one of the characters um, got a, a serialized manga. Um, that needs to be adaptated, by the way. Uh, and it's the Manhara Sojo Kurumi-chan series. And I think I possibly said it right, possibly said it wrong, like I said, in, uh, several podcast uh, episodes ago. I've been learning Japanese for a year and a half now, almost two years, actually. And I would be lucky if I said anything right the first time I said anything in Japanese. Just saying, I'm a slow learner. For now, at least. Hopefully, I can change that by 2021 or 2022. Probably won't, knowing me, because I'm stupid. But, anyways. So this character here got her own manga ser uh, her own manga series. And the thing is, is that it does have a lot of chapters. But each page is a chapter. So, when you look at the chapter listings, which is like 150, if I remember correctly... It's 150 pages, which roughly translates to about four. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Uh, usually, chapters sometimes can be about to 15 to 20 pages long, sometimes more, so it depends on the writer. You get what I'm trying to say. There's not a whole lot of chapters in general, probably like a little over 20 if we're talking about like realistically thinking of like chapters and stuff like that. So, there's not a whole lot of volumes going on. Um, maybe like very small volumes if that's what they're selling it under. But still, the story behind this uh, Kurumi-chan uh, is very like wholesome and very psycho-ish in a way. Because this character, for whatever reason, is a very is very psychotic when it comes to relationships and if one thing goes bad her paranoia spikes to like level 50 and she i wouldn't really advise reading this at times because it does get pretty fucking dark for whatever reason but it's such it's still such a good series i'd still recommend watch or reading it and it does need an adaptation even though i do not know how an adaptation of this would go. So, there's that. Um, if I want to predict any, like, studios or whatever, it's almost impossible for me to predict them because there's, like, many different studios and stuff like that. And I was thinking about maybe going over, like, a few studios in mind that um, I've been big fans of lately. 
um, which I have kind of done before. Um, I forgot what episode it was on, I'll be honest. But <laughs> I've done a lot of like manga reading in my time and I've done a lot of anime watching in my time to figure out that if these things were, if the mangas I just listed off were to get adapted by a specific company, it may bode well for the manga or it may bode not so well for the manga. Who knows? Um, if I were to take a guess as to what studio each one of these would be adapted under, uh, it depends on which on the budget. If I really could give like a good budget studio or whatever to each of these mangas or whatever, I basically say the same studios for all of them. So I can't give you a clear guess as to which studios I would predict. Uh, for studios I would want, to, studios that I would want them to adapt, be adapted by or whatever. Uh, my mind went blank trying to say the sentence. I'm sorry. Uh, I would obviously want a high budget one, of course. So like maybe like C Station get like Call Me Sand. Well, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? C Station would get the Call Me Can't Communicate series. Um, try to think. Doga Kobo would do really well with the the Our Innocent Love, I think. But that's just a few in my mind. I I really can't think of much about it. White Fox would definitely have a ball game with Last Human though. White Fox needs to do Last Human if Last Human does get an anime adaptation. That's what I assume would happen. Okay. That would be amazing. Pazione would probably do Ogami Sandare Moderis. Uh, that would be another good one. That would be a good one. But I literally can't think of anything else outside of that. Um, so with that, I'll end this podcast episode here. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share this out with everybody who is, you know, needs to become a fellow Japanaholic. You know, whether you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Japanholic channel. Follow the Twitter page over at the Japanholic one. And if you would like to submit in your questions, comments, stories, fuck you, truck outside my house for future podcast episodes, please make sure to hit up the uh, email, which is japanholicpc at gmail.com or leave a, a comment down below in the, in the, the YouTube video. But anyways, thank you all so much for watching this podcast episode here. I've been Taylor, the Certified Japanholic. I'll be back same time next week, next Wednesdays and Saturday for the month of August to do it all over again. But for now, thank you all, thank you all so much for watching. I've been Taylor, the Certified Japanholic. Signing off. Good night.